0: Bethlehem, before we get started tonight, I'm happy to announce that for the first time in prime time on the NOW Television Network, Word from the Lord TV will air tonight, an on-call presentation tonight at, it's 8.30 Eastern Standard Time, it's 7.30 our time so 30 minutes after we about 30 minutes after we end the Bible study you can click the link in the pastor's text or the link on Facebook and watch the program live if you do not have the now television network but for the first time on the now television network at 830 Eastern Standard Time, 7:30 central, word from the lord tv will air we're so excited about that and we pray that this is the beginning of more to come thank you evening bethlehem and saints of god good evening good morning good afternoon or whatever time you're tuned into our wednesday zoom bible study my name is pastor michael etan and i serve as the senior pastor here at the bethlehem baptist church right here in the heart of paul's valley oklahoma and before we get into tonight's study i want to extend a personal invitation For anyone near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, Garvin County to join us right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church, we're located at 311 North Dunbar. Again, we're located at 311 North Dunbar. We'd love to see your face in the place this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service. Bring a family member or a friend. It's a one hour service. And so we would love to see you in this place. Before you join us, why don't you go ahead and visit our website at www.HearGodsWord at Again, our website is www.HearGodsWord at Bethlehem.com, and there you can get to know us. And once you get to know us, we want you to go down to the bottom, click the Facebook tab, the Instagram tab, the Twitter tab, the LinkedIn tab and follow us or friend us in what i call cyber church we'd love for you to be a part of our extended cyber church family but ultimately if you are in paul's valley oklahoma and you've been looking for a church home you know you should be in church i want you to take this as a word from god to come and visit us this coming sunday at 11 a.m service once again you've joined us tonight in our wednesday zoom bible study it's meant to be a time from 6 p.m to 6 40 p.m however we allow the holy spirit to do his work as he moves but over my shoulder for you first timers we're going to have an opening prayer we're going to have announcements the reading of the word the introduction video the bible study itself the invitation and the benediction so let's Go ahead and open up in a word of prayer. Father, we come right now, believing by faith, Father, that you've sent us here for a sovereign moment and a sovereign time that we may be able to hear from a sovereign God, that you may be able to tell us how you want, to want us to live in this body, in this temple, upon this earth, to glorify you, Father. Father, your word says that you are holy. The angels are saying, holy, holy, holy. And father we pray lord as we're reminded of your holiness as you forgive us our sins wash us and cleanse us uh, that we might be in right fellowship with you that we might be in right relationship with you that we may be able to hear the right word from the lord we thank you father we commit our hearts minds and soul unto you tonight in jesus name amen and praise the Lord. Amen and praise the Lord. On a few announcements tonight, uh, Bethlehem and Saints of God and the Chickasaw District, uh, we're going to be having on August the 5th our banquet for our moderator who has served his time here in the Chickasaw District 12 years. And it's time for him to step aside and we're going to celebrate his ministry, his faithfulness you know he was was faithful to the district as a moderator but before that he really grew up in this district so it's been really over 12 years of service and we're going to celebrate him we're going to have dr johnny Reed jr who's going to come out on march the 5th at uh, 6 p.m at uh, hilton garden inn is where it's going to be and you can get the, the name uh, and number from me if you'd like to be a part of this uh, banquet we are so excited to celebrate this man of god and we're excited to hear a word from the lord from dr john a reid jr fairview baptist church a great man of god and we want you to be involved in jesus name and also Ham, chickasaw district uh, we're going to go from there into our annual session on that sunday august the 6th sunday august the 6th at mount pleasant there in pleasantville gene archery uh, 3129 pleasant row for those who've never been there before we're going to have a time of uh, praise worship and memorial service you get the memorial in to Sister Bonnie Carrier. You, you want them to be included in the service, that hurry up. Um, so we're excited, and it's there in this angle session that we will be voting for a new moderator. So there's some really great and exciting things that are going on in Chickasaw District and Bethlehem and Saints, Chickasaw District. We want you to be involved uh, there. In Jesus' name, as a matter of fact, on the Sunday, uh, this coming Sunday, July the 30th at 6 p.m. at the Corinth Church, it's going to be the final choir rehearsal, and the choir will be singing at uh, the banquet as well as they will be singing on that Sunday as well. So, we're excited once again, uh, what's going on in the life of the Chickasaw district in Jesus name those are our announcements and I'm going to continue tonight in a study um, that I've entitled asking for a friend asking for a friend and we've been asking different questions uh from and about the Bible and how Christians uh should live in regards to christian relationships and we've just been uh all month long just been asking for a friend asking for a friend uh, as we've been standing on first corinthians chapter 13 and 4 where it talks about what love is and asking for a friend is a series and we're just asking a question and we're answering it about true love And christian relationships so this is what these questions are about true love and christian relationship and this is what's left in the series asking for a friend uh should christians of the same sex get married asking for a friend should christians get divorced asking for a friend Uh, should christians be faithful to their marriages asking for a friend should christian singles divorcees widowers and widows have sex outside of marriage asking for a friend should christians be forgiving in their love relationship now this is not about you none of this is about you we're just asking for a friend and some of the answers seem obvious uh as we look at them Uh, But in the life of many folk who name to be Christians, uh, it's not that obvious at all. It's not that obvious at all. So we're asking for a friend, you know, and uh, we're praying that our friends will be able to apply the word of God uh, to their lives. Tonight we're asking the question, should Christians of the same sex get married? Should Christians of the same sex get married? We're going to be looking at Genesis chapter 1, verse Uh, 27 through 28, Genesis chapter 1, 27 through 28. Let me read this in your hearing. And it reads as following. So God created uh, mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish and the sea, and the birds in the sky, and over every living creation, a creature that's moving on the ground. I read to you Genesis chapter one, verse twenty-seven through twenty-eight, and we're going to look on around three points. The Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk about the original production. We're going to talk about the original persons. We're going to talk about the original procreation. And my thesis today of what Christians should know is Christians should live out the original design for marriage and family. Let me say that again. Christians should live out the original design for marriage and family. Again, we're talking about tonight uh, should Christians of the same sex get married. We're going to look at this brief video and then we'll get and to lower
1: what the Bible does say clearly is that to perform same sex acts to engage in homosexual practice or behavior is sin. Leviticus says that a man should not lie with a man as with a woman. In Romans, it talks about exchanging natural relationships, men with women, for unnatural ones, with persons of the same gender. In 1 Corinthians 6 and in 1 Timothy 1, in this vice list of sins, one of the sins mentioned are men who practice homosexuality. So the emphasis clearly is on the activity, the consciously chosen activity of homosexual. Uh, intimacy. What does that say about orientation? Well, uh, it would certainly suggest that the desire to have a sexual desire for somebody of the same gender is sin if it arises at the level of lust, just like lust for somebody of the opposite sex would be sin. Jesus says that in Matthew chapter 5. And I think we go a little farther to say that the desire itself, the, the kind of attraction, is disordered, meaning it's not the way that God designed things from the beginning. Now, having said that, there are many desires we may have in the Christian life that are disordered and all of us need to come daily to God in repentance for all sorts of desires. So is homosexual orientation sinful? I wouldn't want somebody watching this who has a struggle with same-sex attraction, to think that they're beyond the pale of God's mercy or forgiveness. And at the same time, to know that scripture says clearly to act upon those and to engage in that behavior is sinful.
0: Amen. And praise the Lord. As always, when we look and read about the book of Genesis, uh, Genesis means beginnings. And if you want to know uh, the beginnings of the world creations, the beginnings of, of most things in the world, all things in the world. You start with the beginnings and you start with God, you start with God in colleges, they teach you about the big boom theory. And they say from that big boom, uh, everything came into place. And I've always said, I, I believe in the big boom theory, but I believe that God caused the boom. Hello, somebody. That God caused the boom. Otherwise, on the 4th of July, as we were doing fireworks, uh, uh, usually firework and explosions do not create anything. They only have the ability to destroy and make a lot of noise. Hello, somebody. So we had to begin in the Genesis, and I uh, tell us as we look at the maps, the Saints of God, that uh, world history, world geography, taught us some of these things that uh, that the Bible uh, substantiates uh or or God substantiate anything that they get right in their history or in their geography and in, in, in geography we learn I remember learning about uh the fertile crescent the fertile Crescent in, in, in geography and I remember remember uh being taught that this area was uh, everyone believes that this is where the the start of mankind began there's no argument and uh, they call this the Fertile Crescent. And I always have to remind Christians, maybe some of those that haven't seen before, but this Fertile Crescent starts here. We have the golf course, it's modern day turns right here. And here is the Mediterranean, here is Cana and those that have been uh uh, bible students in the old testament knew that god described cana as a land flowing with milk and honey as a land flowing with milk and honey and they got some produce from the land it was it was a very productive land and guess what look at here it is that land flowing right around where they call the fertile crescent hello somebody the fertile crescent so and uh in the bible it talks about where the garden of eden was we know that there were three lakes that were in the garden of eden and this is why we have right here a possible sighting of the garden of eden that's where adam and eve was most of you bible readers know that and i said Sunday. i don't know why i'm always inclined for this possible site down here but it could have been up here because there's three rivers one two three so uh and, and we've heard about the Tigris in history, the Euphrates in history, um, but this was along the fertile crescent. So uh, this is where we find ourselves in the text. We're in back in the garden of Eden. And if you wanna know anything about uh, mankind creation, and we've been studying the creation or of the family and how God produced it, we did one message already from chapter two, Um, but tonight, uh, we're going to be, uh, Genesis in your hearing. And we talk about the the original products production. It says, so God created mankind in his own image. So God, this was the original production. And tonight we're asking, should Christians of the same sex get married? Should Christians of the same sex get married? And first before I enter into this discussion, I have to rebuke some of the some of the mindsets and ideas in regards to uh, those who are homosexual or describe themselves in terms like LbGQ uh, and, and other uh, initials have been added on that to kind of include everybody. Uh, the first of all we we have to address the hatred it seems uh, for that community and 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 real christians who are concerned about the rights of of men not just homosexuals or anybody black latino brown skins i wrote a book entitled black lives matters in the bible And and I began one of the texts I shared here was uh, from this principle tonight, is that uh black people were made into the image of god this is where we get our value hello somebody and guess what all mankind was made in the image of god and if and and if people are made in the image of god there should be a sanctity to their lives there should be a sanctity to the value of their lives hello somebody Uh, We should always hold up mankind as being holy and sanctified because they are made in the image. In other words, uh, uh, no one has the right to hate any human. You know, in history, we can talk about the hate towards the Jews uh, our, our our Christian faith is built on Judaism it came straight out it was born straight out of Judaism and they suffered all kinds of discrimination and have been persecuted but don't you know they're made into the image of God and African Americans the same way uh have been persecuted throughout history and And don't you know that they are made into the image of God? Like I said, I told you, I wrote the book, Black Lives Matters in the Bible. Don't you know in our today's time, um, uh, Black men are made uh, who have been persecuted uh, a lot of time by law enforcement. We just had an incident in Columbus, Ohio, mentioned Sunday, uh, where this young uh, 23-year-old Black man had given up. Now he had run. I like to give the whole story and let folk know that I'm not talking from emotionalism. Um, this young man was 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 supposed to be pulled over for a mud flap being missed, missed. and and I have a problem with it. I tell you, I have a problem. you train these men uh in force and and, and you you train them. Uh, how to take down people who will be lethal to our culture and our society and i think that's a waste of resources uh, for uh, someone who is trained the way they are trained to be pulling over a truck for a mud flap pulling over a car for a broken tailpipe uh that's like uh, you, you you train a hammer to hit a nail and they've been trained uh, in lethal force. In in other words, they they shouldn't be uh, dealing with these trivial matters. That's another way we can change uh, what's going on in law enforcement, but then you train them that way. And and some of them do hate, hello, somebody. Some of them do not like uh, people of certain cultures and you give them power and authority and they are going to abuse that power and authority, especially if the people that they hate act out. Hello, somebody. This young man was acting out. He should have part. He should have pulled over. At first, they pulled over. He shouldn't have ran from the police. We understand that. But what we see uh, most of the time is the end of the story, where this man had given up, had his hands up, told to get down on his knees. And then a police officer sicked uh, his dog on that young 23 year old black man, gamefully employed black man, by the way, and, and had the dog uh, uh, attack him. You see, if he believed that that young man was made in the image of God, he would have been able to stop the hate that was in his heart. And not allow the dog that was trained uh, to resist. Now, now they're trained. They, they know how to get you when you're resisting. Uh, but but he overcalled the situation. And 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 for some of the other guys, other police officers, I like to tell the whole story. There was one, I believe, a trooper who was saying, "Don't sick the dog. Don't sick the dog." And there was another police officer from another branch sick the dog. You see, I believe that's because people don't realize the image of God that is on mankind. Everyone has the rights that they should have, especially in America. And and I believe that for homosexuals as well. Don't hate, hello somebody, people who are made in the image of God. Woo, let me say that again, don't hate people who are made in the image of god one person said ah uh, you can and it's really even not your job to hate the, the sin and love the sinner it's it's really god who is the one who hates the sin and loves the sinner but we must treat each other with the utmost respect and dignity mankind who is made in the image of God. There should be no uh, discrimination against anyone made into the image of God in Jesus name. But we see a lot of times in the Christian church, there's sometimes there's some hate towards homosexuality. Where does this hate come from? God did not tell us to hate anyone hello, somebody, Um, they they just hate and they call themselves Christians and they're really just sanctimonious Pharisees and Sadducees uh, because God has not told us to hate anyone in Jesus' name because we are all made in the image of God whether you try to change that image or not God made male and female you were born male and female you were made into the image of God and it's not my job to hate anyone who lived their lives in sin and sometimes they just like to act like that uh people uh homosexuals are the only one that lives in sexual sins and they'll they'll crucify the homosexual but the immoral person uh, in regards to somebody that's married hello somebody no womanizer throughout the town is holding out of a deacon or a pastor and they bypass that sin uh, and, and, and they uh and they pick picked out sin to be picked on. Hello, somebody. That's not of God. And that's why I have never done a message that pointed out homosexuality by itself. And you can say that this one is the first one, but as you can see, I'm giving a balanced approach to what I'm saying today. And my balanced approach is, is that these people, should have all the rights that every other citizens of the United States of America, all the rights, we don't have the right to discriminate against no man, no woman, uh, no one who may may have pronouns. I used to understand the pronouns, now I don't, I, I forgot about it, but there should be no discrimination. We should love everybody because they're made in the image of God hello somebody Genesis chapter 5 verse 1 says this is the book of the generation of Adam and in that day God created man he made him in his own likeness there's a sanctity about man and you should treat man as holy you should treat everybody we 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 don't have we don't have that reverence of 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 mankind we treat people crazy especially people who don't believe the way we believe don't you know that republican is made into the image of god as well as that democrat is made into the image of god hello somebody We're all made into the image of God and there should be a sanctity about it. We should be able to agree to disagree agreeably. Hello, somebody, let me say it again. Uh, Because of that holiness, that sanctity, we should be able to disagree uh, agreeably. Hello, somebody, because we're all made in the image of god whether or not somebody tries to change that image in the beginning you were born who you were born and and everybody was born male or female and that male or female image is the image of god hello somebody in jesus name so this is the original production and now we talk about the original persons it says uh, God created mankind in his own image and in the image of God, he created them. Now, here we get into the specifics and, and, and where that type of lifestyle becomes controversial in regards to the scripture. Male and female, he created them. God created them, male and female now this is where we began to uh began to disagree now first of all i want you to know this message is only for christians and also by the question being asked should christians of the same sex marry we're not saying that people with the homosexual lifestyle is going to hell the only thing that can send you to hell, the only impardonable sin is if you reject Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That's the only sin that can send you to hell. Folk like to say homosexuals going to hell. Folk don't ever say the immoral person. How about that person? Oh, who's cheating on his wife how about that single person who's having sex outside of marriage uh uh folk don't don't don't, don't like to talk about that because it is it, it's, it, it's at their front door the only sin that can send you to hell is to um is to reject jesus christ as your lord and savior that's the only sin so there could possibly be someone who is a homosexual along as along with some of these other folk that we just mentioned who are saved but uh what we have to do is teach now paul says um that if any man be in christ he is a new creature all things passed away and behold all things become new um, in other words, that uh, an evidence of accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior is an evidence of someone who is a whoremonger. Uh, when he accepts Christ, uh, he needs to be faithful to his wife. And if you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that should be your goal, to be holy unto your wife, because if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. There are lifestyles that we have. before christ that god has to transform them and when you first get saved many times it's gonna be a struggle for you to overcome that There's some but can, can can overcome it miraculously but most of the time it is a struggle to become brand new there's a struggle to get back to who you were meant to be in the beginning in the homosexual lifestyle. God created the male and female, He created them. so if i'm somebody before christ identifying as as a opposite gender then my what i do by the power of the holy spirit is the holy spirit will convict me to identify with who god made me to be and god made me oh to be a male or he he made me to be a female i was I, i was born this way that's what they like to say and the lifestyle, they say they were born this way. I have no problem with them saying that they were born this way, but a Christian is born again. Hello, somebody, let me say that away, say it again. Because some people say, and how they identify and what they're pursuing, that they were born this way. You know, right? You were born this way. We were all born into sin. We all have some proclivity that before Christ that we all were born into but when we give our life to Jesus Christ uh we're not born to stay the same we are born again a- a- and if you were born again God will change those uh, proclivities. Hello somebody you see, uh, God will change a man who was a whoremonger and to a man who is holy unto the Lord. God will change a man or a woman who's having, who's single, having sex outside of marriage, uh, and he will change that man or woman to live holy unto God and to say sex for marriage. God will change uh, that liar who, who could do, when he opened up his mouth, everything that came out of his mouth was a lie because he was made into the image of his father who is the father of lies that's Satan himself but when he gives his life to Jesus Christ he can't lie no more because he has been born again yes he was born a liar yes he was born a whoremonger yes he was born with certain proclivities and sometimes they were not born that way sometimes something happened to them uh, that caused them, all uh, oh, to go down a certain lifestyle when they, have, when they were sexually abused by a man as a woman. Uh, because of that incident, they are more inclined to be with women because their sex life has been utterly destroyed because of a predator. Hello, somebody. Yes. Hello, somebody. You can be born that way. Yes, there can be other issues motivating factors that can get your thinking wrong but uh, but uh, the bible says if any man be in christ any man or woman be in christ he's a new creature all things have passed away god says he created them male and, and female he created them and if you were born a male, God wants you to be a male. If you were born a female, God wants you to be a female. And, and, and like I said before, you may have certain proclivities. Um, But when you give your life to Jesus Christ, you were born again. And God wants to begin the creation, the recreation process in your life. In Jesus' name. Matthew chapter 19 and 4 says, as Jesus answered, have you not read that uh, from the beginning the creator made them male and female? Don't you know? And and he was about to uh, preach against uh, something else in the context, but whatever God bore you to be, it's what you are supposed to be. But you will never come and to terms with that if you are not born again. Again, this message is for Christians. This is the lifestyle that God wants Christians to have. Holy and sanctified. Like now, if you're not a Christian. You live any old kind of way. You want to, because God gave us free will. and and God won't make us do anything not even a Christian God when you were born again he didn't make you to be a robot you can do what you want to do but as I always like to say there are consequences to your sins so there are some same sex people in the body of Christ who were saved Um, but they hadn't come to terms with this part of their sexuality and they can exercise their free will and many are and some are exercising that free will in the life of some churches and some denominations are splitting over this issue um but God once again said that if any man be in Christ he's a new creature all things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. He created them male and female. So you don't depend upon culture to help you to identify who you are. You depend upon God to help you to identify who you are in Jesus' name. And God can change you. You see, because there, there, there's a lot of folk that have uh, issues with. Uh, who they are and how they were born There are a lot of black people who got issues low self-esteem because they weren't taught that they were made in the image of god and black is beautiful and it didn't start with that term that macho in the 70s god says black is beautiful because he created us african-american or black hello somebody we get our identity not from our culture but from god and from the word of god alone and again this message is for christians and if you are a christian and believe differently then i beg you to look into the word of god for yourself and i can guarantee you that God's word is against any lifestyle that is unholy unto him. Again, tonight we're asking for a friend. Should Christians of the same sex get married? We've already said now there's only one part in pardonable sin, and that uh, is to reject Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Uh, So some people can be homosexual and be Christian, but As i said and they can say that they were born this way and they 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 were born we were all born into sin and whatever proclivities that you've got to wrestle with as a saint and you need to wrestle with it whether it's homosexuality uh, whoremongering sex outside of marriage it all god expects it to become brand new in your life in Jesus' name. Another thing, the original procreation. It says, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it. God wants the family to be fruitful and multiply. And the only way it can be done naturally is for a man and a woman to get together in marriage. Remember, this is a marriage series. This is how God created marriage. This is what God wanted it to be. He wanted a man and woman to come together and that they might be fruitful. Guess what? Other couples cannot do that naturally same-sex marriages cannot naturally have Oh, the procreation that they want, they have to introduce to have family. There has to be a introduction of a man and a woman. You cannot have a family without a man or a woman. Hello, somebody. It's same-sex male. They're going to have to introduce a woman to the picture. And if it's same-sex female, they're going to have to introduce a man to the picture. And many of those who have that lifestyle, they are always introducing something that is male that they're supposed to run away from whether it's through i don't want to get too graphic but they use certain things uh of the opposite sex to include in their marriage because it is limited you cannot have a procreation without the way god created it from the beginning hello somebody from the beginning you want to know how your car works you read the manual in the car if you want to get the best out of the car uh the best out of your computer you read the manual the, the best out of your iPad uh, your, your iPhone if you want to know the deep intimate details of how things work you've got to go to the manual and the manual will teach you how things can work to its ultimate level and that's what the bible is the original procreation original production the original persons and original procreation this is how god created marriage and family and when we do things outside of the word of god you heard me throughout this series talking about uh folk not getting married and, and and a lot of time in our culture the only people that want to get married are the same-sex couples the the people that are not same sex don't want to get married That that's abomination all of it to the lord it's abomination he wants you to do things the way he planned them to be and, and and hopefully there may be somebody living listening outside the church arena hopefully and especially if you've accepted jesus christ as your lord and savior hopefully you heard me today. hopefully i didn't come off as hostile towards uh same-sex uh homosexuality or any, anything because that's what most christians a lot of Christians, i won't say most a lot of christians come out as hostile they have they hold and seem like they have hatred towards people god has not called me to hate anybody he's called me to love and one of the ways i can show that i truly love you is i've got to tell you the truth about the truth hello somebody and this is the truth about the truth genesis 9 and 7 one says but as for you be fruitful and multiply spread out across the earth and multiply upon it that's what God wants marriage to be, and same-sex marriages cannot do this um, because they change the original plan for what marriage is, and like I said, now they can have families, but they're going to have to get somebody with an egg and a womb if they're two males, or if they're two females, they're going to have to get somebody with a seed hello somebody and they're going to have to introduce the original plan into this or it's not going to work to have a marriage and a family so if you're so opposed to the lifestyle why are you introducing something from the opposite lifestyle to try to manifest something that you want done why not do it god's way Who? i said it again if you're so opposed to the lifestyle, why are you introducing something of the opposite lifestyle into something to manifest something in your marriage? Uh, or oh, to, to allow it to be fruitful and multiply. If you're so opposed to it. Why do you introduce other things? Uh, lesbians, y'all know what I'm talking about. There's some other things made in the image of, of man that you introduce in your relationship. If you oppose that so badly, then why? are you introducing that in there's innately something that you've got to do you've got to put it god's way in order for it even to work crooked hello somebody Woo! that's deep just think about that even for it to work crooked you got to introduce the image of a male and a female and if you're so opposed to that lifestyle why are you introducing that into your lifestyle think about that And especially if you are a Christian you gave your life to Jesus Christ again the Bible says "If any man be in Christ and that means any man or any woman be in Christ he's a new creature old things have passed away and behold all things have become new and I have reached people who had that lifestyle and if you look at them today you would not even know that they were a part of that lifestyle because god worked in their lives to manifest the original plan for their lives in jesus name let me pray let me pray tonight father we come tonight lord want to pray for those who are sincerely struggling with a lifestyle that is immoral father whether it's homosexual whether it's the adulterous married man whether it's the single that's having sex outside of marriage all of these are against your will and your plan for their lives and we pray father that you will enable them by the power of the holy spirit that you place in them after they were saved That you mold, make and mold them into the image of Jesus Christ, that they may put the old man or old woman down, and that they may be able to walk in newness of life in Jesus' name. You may be able to walk in newness of life in Jesus' name. And Father, our communities have been ravaged because of sexual immorality. Heterosexuals don't wanna get married, having kids outside of wedlock and others who do want to get married, but they don't have the image of, of family. They have your image on them, but not the image of marriage and family father god i pray lord that you save us lord we we need your help because family has been absolutely utterly destroyed i think you said that only 70 percent of african-american homes are single parents and i think they say now that of other homes, Anglo Saxons, fifty percent now. This sexual immorality has destroyed family. Is destroying the family culture. And Father, I'm always reminded when I ever, whenever I get overwhelmed by what we're going through as a culture. As I said, this message tonight was for Christians, and your word says, "If my people, who call by my name." will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways. Your people can have wicked ways and be saved. But you said, if they turn from their wicked ways, that you will forgive their sins and heal their land. Father, I pray today that you will enable us as the people of God to turn from our wicked ways, whatever the wicked ways are sexually, help us to turn and any other uh, wicked uh, desires that we have in our, help us to repent, help us Father, we ask you to forgive us of our sins, wash us and cleanse us, make us holy and righteous unto you that we may be able to walk in this newness of life in Jesus' name, that you may be able to heal our land in Jesus' name. Father God, we come tonight committing ourselves unto you in Jesus' name, amen and praise the lord before i end tonight i will want to make this and take this opportunity to extend an invitation for those that do not know jesus christ and i said tonight this message was for those who have accepted jesus christ as their lord and savior Uh, but you may be listening tonight and have developed a lifestyle that's not of god as as we were talking tonight but you're just you're not saved i want to give this opportunity to extend this invitation let you know that god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life and if you're listening tonight and and you feel that this message has really really touched your heart and mind and you just you feel like you just want to get right with God, and you've never prayed a prayer of salvation. I want you to pray this simple prayer Dear Lord Jesus, I come today wanting to give my life to Jesus Christ. I ask you, Father, to forgive me of my sins. Ask you uh, to wash and cleanse me. For I do believe that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and raised again on the third day. So at this moment today, I may be saved. I give my life over to you in Jesus' name. Make me and mold me into the image that you want me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. Amen and praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time and you're anywhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, then I'm telling you to come home. I changed my verbiage because before I extended an invitation for you to visit our church if you're in Paul's Valley and don't have a church home but now I'm saying that you if you prayed that prayer for the first time you've been born into the body of Jesus Christ right here at Bethlehem Baptist Church and I expect to see you this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service if you'd like to start out early why don't you go ahead and join us at 10 a.m. for Sunday School We'd love to see you in the service. Bethlehem, we're over time. I want to thank you for listening tonight. And as always, I want you to stay connected. Stay connected to God's person. Stay connected to God's precepts. And stay connected to God's people. And that's why we want to see you this coming Sunday in Jesus' name. And also, I just remembered, and this is for the preacher's only uh we're going to have a preacher's meeting in ardmore at uh i believe first baptist church and that's going to be 8 a.m this coming saturday that's that's for the preachers of our district the pastors and the preachers we want want you to join us uh, this coming saturday at 8 a.m and i believe uh moderator Johnson is going to do the lecture, and uh, Pastor Abraham Walton is going to do our preaching for that morning. So I want to see you there, preachers of the Chickasaw District. Join us. May God bless you and keep you. This is my prayer. Let me give the invitation. Father God, we come tonight wanting to thank you and to praise you and to glorify your holy name. You are truly, Father, worthy to be praised. And Father God, we pray, Lord, that you put your hedge of protection around us. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again. And the people of God said, amen and praise the Lord. Bethlehem and saints of God, you are
1: dismissed in Jesus' name. to announce that for the
0: first time in prime time on the Now Television Network, Word from the Lord TV, will air tonight, an on presentation tonight at, it's 8.30 Eastern Standard Time, it's 7.30 our time, so 30 minutes after we, about 30 minutes after we end the Bible study, you can click the link in the pastor's text or the link on Facebook and watch the program live if you do not have the NOW television network, but for the first time, On the Now Television Network at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time, 7.30 Central, word from the Lord TV will air. We're so excited about that and we pray that this is the beginning of more to come.